All right, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another episode of Two Factors Talking Flowers, where we're always going to give you the good, the bad, the ugly about flowers. Today, you got me, Fern, Joel, Ryan, Mike, and our awesome, amazing, esteemed, beautiful, kick-ass guest is none other than Dolly May with Jeff Fresh Flowers. Yeah. Welcome, Dolly. Thank you, Fern. Thank you. You can talk now. She was she was really ready to go, ladies and gentlemen. She started she started just talking before we we even did the intro. I love it. <laughs> um, hi everyone. Just to give you a little bit of background about me. Wait, wait, wait. We don't. No. Yeah, you're, you're jumping the gun. You're getting yeah. to. This We're just is, gonna talk. This get, is just a conversation. We have to have okay, a little foreplay okay. first. All right. Yeah. All right. All right. So, hi everyone. I'm happy no. to be here at Jeff Rush. <laughs> 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 no, then, now we're going to say, hey, we got to this opportunity. We had Dolly May in the office for a few days during Valentine's Rush and took the opportunity to record. Her first, a, her first Valentine's Rush with Jeff Rush. Yeah, we took the opportunity to record a podcast with Dolly because she's got a hell of a story. She's got a hell of a story. She and I have things in common. Really? Yeah, because she was a wholesaler. And I was a wholesaler, and I feel that if you were a wholesaler and you transitioned to kind of an imported distributor slash wholesale, you have a way better understanding of what the customer wants because you've been there. Yeah, and you dealt with all those retailers. Those guys love you, retailers. Yeah. They're they're high stress. They're crazy. Love it. Love Flower it. people are crazy, period. I read it. I read an email. I read a message from a wholesaler to a very large, well-respected brand, rose grower slash distributor here in Miami. And a friend of mine shared it with me. And it was this wholesaler who got the wrong box. Got the wrong box. And she was like almost in tears with this... Uh, message. The message was like, "You beep it, a beep it, a beep." You know, it's all just like uh, every other word was an was, F word. That's abusive, man. That's every other word was an F word, and you know, just went on and on. It's like that's why I hate big bookings because people take shit so damn personally. This is for one wrong box. I don't know if it's one or no, ten. I think I think it was a couple wrong boxes, but but what's the difference? But, that's what I'm saying. Like this was a week ago, so like. It's not like you don't have the chance to go and get it again somewhere else. Right. You know, it's not or like you, the world is you over. That message, they didn't even let the 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 poor importer. Did I show you the message? You did. Oh. They didn't let them. They didn't even offer to give them a chance to fix the situation. I think if you're not, if you don't work on this side, you just don't know. I mean, there's probably some messages I've sent to my vendors in Miami when I worked, you know, at, at a wholesaler. And, you know, now that I'm here, I I think of it differently. And I went back to a couple of them and apologized. Like, hey, sorry I treated you like crap, man, because I get it. I get it, you know. I would never get the out of your control, but now I get it. So Doesn't that leave a bad taste in your mouth, too, as that customer? Like, you were like... The next time they call, you're like you. You're not gonna forget. Obviously, that. No, no, because I think p 
people in our business, no matter what side of the business you're in, you got thick skin, you know. But I think that during the holidays, during the holidays, people are burned out, people are tired, people are on edge, and people are ultra sensitive. Yeah. Yeah, but know? isn't there a limit? To a, de- to, a, to, a, to a degree? I mean, we have fired people for going too far. Right, Customers that's what I'm meaning. Like, yeah. see, you know what? Fuck you. We're not dealing with you no more. Take your shit down the road. We've done that a couple of times. That email but you read? we've also regretted it. No, of course. But that know? email you read, what do you think that that felt it like? It wasn't an email. It was just like a message. Do you think it was too far is my question? I thought it was too far. For, especially if from a man. If it was your man, customer, would you cut him? Because it was a man to a woman, especially. I yeah, thought it, was yeah. it, it was really condescending. Uh-huh. It was, it was, it was really inappropriate. From a man to a woman, you know, you gotta. You like, want to talk to me? We've that all way, done it. Okay, we've all we're done that. To, we've can, all we been there. We've I all done up. it. We've all been there. But you know, there's more choices now than ever before. You're not stuck to one particular box of flowers anymore. No, the sky's the limit. You could buy whatever you want from whoever you want. And uh, no, so, but I had two delayed airway bills. I bought a bunch of flowers, which would have been great if we would have had them here on time. Great for sales, great for our customers. We this was made, open market. Yeah, we would have made it on. Books. Yeah, we would have made it on trucks yesterday. We would have been able to you say know. we would have been able to save the day for some people. Um, it would have been amazing. But what I but what happened was I wound up uh, not just laying down about it. I was on top of those cargo agents, and I was on top of the airlines themselves. I got the contact for for the manager on the ramp. I got a thief involved to like call somebody in charge to say you know. But you know how, exp- how great it is to have Christine to you know uh, to be able to support us with those things. The airline's excuse was they had two planes in maintenance and one plane was broken. And I'm saying to myself, no, that don't make sense to me because that same day they said that to me, on my way home, I always cruise the airport ramp yeah, on my way home. You can see it. And I always cruise it on the way into work on the holidays because you could judge by how many planes are lined up getting unloaded or how many trucks are staged to get loaded. What's going to happen tomorrow in Miami? You could always tell by doing that. And my dad taught me that when I first moved here 22 years ago. And I've been doing it ever since. So that night, I believe it was Wednesday night or Thursday. Thursday. It was Thursday night. I was driving home. And sure enough, there were three Avianca planes getting unloaded and a bunch of other planes. And when I came in in the morning, those planes were gone. So... You know, coincidentally, they have a lot more than three planes. But for me, it's like, okay, you got three planes broken or in maintenance or whatever bullshit excuse you want to give us. Uh, But you also got planes flying. So you're leaving my flowers behind. and I can't figure out why. I talked to another friend of mine who was telling me that some big companies were uh, uh, flying charter planes, like big bouquet companies were flying charter planes in different places. And um, that's where the planes probably went Mm. so like they always make this story about the plane is broken the plane is this the plane is that and it's probably true from time to time but just a week before that we caught another one with a bullshit story telling our flight was delayed they said that the plane was in for maintenance but 
the guy who handles that cargo that morning called me and he wanted my opinion on why there's such so little volume coming out of Ecuador. Amazing. Same day. Whatever. They did not fly. Yeah, so they did not fly because the plane was in for maintenance. They did not fly because that shit was empty. Can't afford the He fly. didn't have enough. He wasn't at payload capacity. So, you know, I don't know what you want to cut out of that or what you don't, but uh, we, were, we really worked light. Leave it. We worked hard to get those. Finally, we got one airway bill at 7 p.m. We got that one. And then, like, close to 10 o'clock, we got the other one. And our guys in the warehouse came in around 7.15 to unload that first truck. They stayed. Three guys, four guys stayed and uh, inspected flowers, unloaded the, the truck, broke it down, racked it. And then the second truck came. They said they did the same. They stayed here till after, after midnight just so we can have flowers that are heavily demanded Available when the sales team walked in the door this morning. Which was huge. Yeah. I came in super early to receive everything and release it and price it and make sure. And uh, as you see, it was it, 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 made, it paid off because we sold most of those flowers today. Nice. Yeah. Sorry. No, I didn't got- want to distract Dolly, but. We, we have a wonderful, wonderful team and staff shipping, receiving. No, we're blessed. We really Amazing. Are. The best I've ever worked with. Ever. Not saying a lot. You've worked in all aspects. You've yeah. worked with for thousands me, yeah. of people. For me, yeah. But at first, I've, Dolly first got on my radar when she was working in Orlando. Was it no. Jacksonville? No, it was Orlando. Orlando. Yeah, and I really thought she was really on top of her game. Do you remember what, like, what you're buying from them? Are you selling to them? What you talk to them? Did you visit them? Do you remember? Any no, it was a Skype message. Like she needed something, and her salesperson was busy. I don't remember what it was. But I think it was some orange tulips that you pulled out of cash and carry for me, and you helped me out with. Uh, it was a while back. Look at that! Dolly I was desperate, and I needed them. And Mike was like, "I'll go pack you up some out of the cash and carry." Saved me for a wedding, and there we go. That's when we first met. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Nice. But I've known Fernando since the beginning of him being at JetFresh. So. Yeah, yeah. Since I took over the account, me and you have been talking. Exactly. Dolly's always been very professional. She's always on point. You know, Dolly's like, look, this came in bad. I need you to fix it. All right, I'll Fern, I'll help you with the other box. Don't worry. I'll help you. I'll help sell it. Maybe I need a discount. Maybe I don't. But she, always, she was always there, you know, understanding and willing, you know. She always knew we'd come through. So, yeah, Dolly, everybody wants to know where the hell you came from, right? All right, so um, give you a little bit of history here. I uh, got into the floral industry by accident, actually. It was uh, no family, no friends. Shit, I never even bought flowers before, so (laughs) to be honest. And... um, I was 20 years old, and um, previously I'd gotten into some trouble, you know, young kid. I thought I was a little gangster or whatever, hanging out with some bad kids in high school. And um, so graduated high school, tried to go to college, didn't work out. And uh, so trying to redeem myself, I'm like, I'm going to get a job. You know, I'm 19 years old, let me look for a job. So 
I heard of an opportunity at Pennock Floral in Orlando, and um, I just walked in and went to apply. And Marty McCall was the manager at the time, and uh, he hired me to like sweep the floor or pack the boxes or something. It was October 2009. So I was like, all right, I, I didn't really want to do it, but I'm like, let me just try. Let, let's see what comes of it. Uh, so did that. Three months later, they opened a new location in um, Hudson, Florida, and asked me to go there and do some, you know, bookkeeping work, help walk-ins, and um, went for the grand opening weekend. Where the hell is Hudson? I was just thinking. It's about Hudson, it. Florida, is uh, by Newport her. Ritchie, by Spring Hill. We have some. Uh, it's East like coast, north, north of Tampa. Of, okay. North up the coast. Right. Yeah. <laughs> I still didn't have it when you started naming the other places. Yeah, so I, I didn't like, know nope. any of those places. <laughs> the idea was to, you know, target the Tampa market. The only Spring Hill I know <laughs> is the water. <laughs> um, so, grand opening weekend. Um, Marty, like, throws a pair of keys at me, the bucket truck keys, and he's like, hey, this guy is not starting. I need you to go drive this truck tomorrow. Like what? <laughs> <laughs> I've never driven a truck. <laughs> Talk about a trial by fire. Right, right. So he had this. Uh, he had Crystal, a good friend of mine. She's in Canada now. Uh, he had her take me out for a couple of days and just kind of show me how not to crash. And and uh, <laughs> that's when I started. Smart way to drive. That's that's a good way to learn how to drive. <laughs> Don't learn how to drive. Just learn how to not crash. Yeah, and, <laughs> and one thing defense. was All back. Defense up is not your friend so there was no backing up because almost every truck got destroyed by backing into something so um i did that i that's how i know a lot of you know people in clearwater tampa st pete i did that route for a couple of years um then i switched then i went back to orlando so what was that like that route you'd come in in the morning and the truck would already be loaded or you would have to load it up first or well how, how that work the salespeople that drove the bucket trucks are supposed to come in and load their own trucks in the mornings. Dolly, on the other hand, would just come in and somebody had my truck loaded for me. So, because I always, I used to come in late, you know, 20 years old, like, supposed to be here at five, I'll make Trust it by 637. <laughs> I know the feeling. I know the feeling. So, but I mean, there was many times when I did also, I, I wasn't late every day, but um, yeah, you'd come in, you'd, we'd kind of have dibs in the cooler. Marty like loved the bucket trucks. He pushed them. So he'd be like, go in the cooler and get whatever you want. So we'd go in the cooler, load up whatever we wanted for the day. If we had pre-books, we'd load them boxes. There was like 72 buckets on the bucket truck. It was stacked. So um, I'd always just pick out the novelties, the stuff I knew people liked and lots of stuff from Jet Fresh even at that time. And um, yeah, just go shop to shop. I probably hit like maybe um, 30, <laughs> 30 stops a day, 25. It just depends. That's a lot. Yeah. Yeah. Damn, 25 or 30 stops a lot is a lot of stops. Because you go all the way from, you know, uh, St. Pete, Clearwater, all the way down through Tarpon Springs and Holiday, yeah. Florida. and Yeah, Marty loved to send those trucks far. Oh, yeah. Was, was your last stop like your cleanup customer where they would clean out everything in the truck or whatever was left over? I did not on that route, but when I took over the Melbourne Vero Beach route, I had a customer who would clean my truck out every so Friday. So did you have to bring stuff back that didn't sell? Pretty much. I mean, you just leave or it. Or did you sell out every time? Uh, you just leave it on the truck and then rotate the product. I didn't have mm. a lot of dump, but, you know, every Sunday we'd come in and we'd so clean out our trucks. the truck would plug into the wall or something and the refrigeration would run? No, it had the, like, the 
King's Thermo. Okay. So you didn't need to plug anything in. So it just run whenever you needed it. And then it would also stop when you didn't need it to. So there was a lot of those trips waiting to get it fixed. So mm. um, a lo- I, we stopped doing them. It's just, it costs a lot. I mean, fuel, maintenance, and when you're going out shop to shop and they're buying one or two or three or five bunches, it, it doesn't add up the way that it should. You need to be in a more rural rural area for those trucks to really be... Well, they say it wrong. <laughs> <I'm> sorry. <laughs> How do you dicks. say it? Rural. Rural. Yeah. Rural. Rural. No, you're, no, that was no the worst kidding. one. I know. That's, it was intentional. <laughs> I was about to say. So I keep going. So keep going. <laughs> so um, I did the Melbourne Vero Beach route, and then... Um, do you I know Steve just... from Vero Beach? Uh, you remember Steve used to come down? With the with the truck was it a was it a florist or no Steve uh, he 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 came he drove down here and he was the man with the plan he always has a bunch of nice things uh, like sayings funny sayings Edwin knows all his sayings how long is a stop um it just depends you'd have the customers who you know want to finish everything they're doing before they take the time to go out to your truck and see what they need. Yeah, some just wanted a couple of bunches here and there. It could take anywhere, you know, from three minutes. It could take up to 20 minutes. Now, I had a few customers that I'd hit first because they were the best. So they take all the best novelty stuff and, you know, buy probably as much as the next 10 shops combined would. Wow. So it just it just depends, you know, on, on the customer. There's all kinds of shops. There's huge shops. There's small shops. There's wedding shops, you know. So it just really would depend on the customer. Did you have a favorite type of customer? Um, I love my wedding and event people, honestly. I mean, I love all my customers, don't get me wrong, but that's mainly what I have worked towards you know the last seven eight years has been focusing on helping with weddings and events but also handle several retail customers that you know i i love them all the same but i just like being able to come through for customers and their brides or you know their corporate accounts and um they trust you and i just like coming through for them and you know they're grateful so all right, so you were in um, Melbourne, Vero so, Beach. Mm-hmm, what mm-hmm. time? What year was that? Approx- so, two thousand nine, two thousand ten, two thousand eleven. I was in on the on the West Coast. So, two thousand twelve, two thousand thirteen. I did the Melbourne Vero Beach route. And then what happened? Um, got a little burnt out, and uh, just didn't want to do that the truck was killing me you know you'd be 6 a.m to 6 7 p.m depending on how long your route is you know it's two hours to get to where you're going then you got to hit all the stops and drive back to orlando so i uh, just got a little burnt out and decided to take a break so i left and uh didn't have a plan just wanted some time off and that was 2014 and i just kind of was that 2014 2013 sorry I just kind of got burnout left and then um it was three months and then they call me back and they're like hey what are you doing I'm like not driving the bucket truck you know like well you don't have to drive the bucket truck come in for inside sales so came in oh so you weren't working there for a while uh it was only like three months Uh uh-huh. uh, took a sabbatical yeah 
three months. Came back. And then I did inside sales. I did the supply department sales. I did fresh cut. I helped them in, in the accounting a little and bit. This is this is now in Orlando. This is in Orlando. Yep, all Orlando. Did um, you like mentality change about it? Did you like because you said you were getting burnt out doing the box truck? Did it transition into that, or did you like it better working inside with the sales? Um, the difference was it's easy to sell when you're face to face with somebody. So when you're on a truck and you get to meet the person, it's like you automatically start building a relationship. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Whereas when you're doing phone sales and if you don't know the person already, it's just a little bit harder to break that barrier. So the bucket truck was harder labor-wise, but the inside sales were harder uh, mentally, I guess you would say. So there were some barriers, but easily, you know, easily broken. I got the all the new customers, all the customers that didn't buy. And now some of my biggest accounts are those customers that nobody else wanted, mm-hmm. you know, in the beginning. So, and I work with, I work with some of the best people, you know, in the floral industry, Mike Suddeth, he taught me everything I know. The guy, 36 years worked for the same wholesaler. And um, they just taught me the, they taught me service and quality and how to take care of people. So, it was uh it was it was an adjustment working inside sales, but I did I did end up liking it better than the bucket truck. It's way better than thirty stops. Yeah, out on the road all day. Absolutely. You drove a truck. Yeah, you thirty did. stops is a lot. How many stops are on your route? I mean, depending on the day, it could be. I would make multiple trips of twenty mm-hmm. or fifteen, but when you're driving. Uh, the distances that she drove. Yeah, that's a lot of stops. So my stops, maybe they were you know five, ten, fifteen minutes from each other. She was like thirty minutes from each other. That's pretty far. And then when you deliver from just you know it's a five minute thing. You're in, you're out. When you're selling off the truck, this business needs to be done. So you got to wait probably because I did the bucket truck a little bit, so I get it. There, I actually did it in Europe a little bit as an objective observer. Yeah, I wasn't allowed to talk, but I did do it yeah, for a while. Don't, they don't like Americans. What do you mean you weren't allowed to talk? Because the route was in France. Okay, okay so you went so, with someone who did all yeah, the talking for yeah, you. Okay, I guess. Yeah, I wasn't allowed to talk. So if you spoke French, you would have been able to talk. Well, he just thought that uh, an American being around would... Uh, deter uh, sales? Deter sales, yeah. <laughs> So, <laughs> why but, is that? Fucking American. French, French people don't like Americans. But I right? guess it's the same yeah, thing. French you pull people up, do not like American. Well, I don't know. I'm talking about 40 years ago. I, who knows how it is now? But back then, that's how I was told they not don't to like talk. Us now. I haven't been in France since, so I don't know. But that's how it was then. Anyway, uh, it was a process. You pull up in front of the place and you have to wait for the whoever's the buyer person to be finished, whatever they're doing, to come into the truck. And then it's a shopping thing. Like, you know, you got to push. They want to buy. They want to haggle. It takes time. It takes time. Then you got to write them up. And then you got to close up the truck and go to the next stop. It takes time. So that's a lot of work. It's a lot of work. Do you Way think, easier to work inside. Do you think the fatties are curious why you're in Europe doing that route? I stayed a while when I was young in Holland. And uh, the guy I stayed with, his son did that business and i why why were you in holland why did you stay there uh for schooling I was flower schooling yeah who yeah. sent you there my father yeah 
So how old were you? Did he give you Did he give you the option or he just sent you? Yeah, like, yeah. Was it like no, military school. No, no. First I went there with him and then I liked it. And um, I don't know. We talked and it was agreed that I could stay there for a while. So I did. I wasn't there forever. It was a couple months. That's cool. Not a lot of people get an education like that. I had no idea, Mike. No. Yeah. That's how I got my Dutch kind of... My obsession. Dutch, uh, obsession, yeah. yeah. You could call it that because it really was... It really has been. You know, when I first started Jeff Fresh, there were either, there were companies here in Miami that like were Dutch companies only. Right. You know, there weren't pom-pom and carnation companies selling Dutch flowers at that time. No. They are now. But back then it was like, you know, it was a specialty. It was just something you specialized in. So that has been a big part of our business since you know yeah it has. 20, do you think people still do that at 2010 all? huh do you think people do that in the industry at all still do what what you did go there live there for a few months and learn that side of the business uh i have in mind to send somebody from here over there for at least a couple weeks at least a couple weeks i have that in mind that's going to happen in 2023 joelle no <laughs> <laughs> no no but we're we still recording joelle yeah okay no but i i have in mind to send uh some young people there at my expense for two three four weeks whatever just to get a really good education and knowledge and not to be there as a tourist they're gonna fucking work there yeah. i'm gonna pay gonna i'm gonna the pay easy flower, for them to work somewhere else yeah, yeah that's where they're going yeah they should. They should do that. They That's should learn all going. that. They should learn the auction. Yeah. They should they're do all that. They want to go to Easy Flower. Yeah. They're going to go to a Dutch cash and carry. They're they should go drive to... the carts inside that the factory, the all auction that. house. All that stuff. <laughs> Have you oh. seen Checklist. that, Dolly? Yeah, it's awesome. So yellow carts. Man, those that are, shit is crazy. Those are investments. There are also, now that COVID is over, we have people that work here that have not yet been to Holland. They're going. They're going over the next 24 months. They're, they're definitely going to take a trip over there just for, you know, a week. Get a good education. I think everybody who sells Dutch flowers, if you haven't been to Holland. If you haven't seen the auction. You're not. I did it a lot years ago. I you sent, sent almost you sent, everybody. You sent almost everybody. You sent yeah. me. Yeah. I wonder how different the landscape and everything is going to be changing in the next couple of years with everything going on. You think it's going to. Well, there are definitely less growers in Holland uh, operating. Um, imports are way, way up. Uh but it do, it still doesn't change the dynamic and the the mindset of how they do business, not just in Holland, but in, in Europe, Europe overall. And they have that infrastructure to yeah. be the central point, regardless. Yeah, you know, you you could you there are some wholesale chains out there like Mayesh and those guys who, in my opinion, do it the European style. Mm-hmm. You know. Mm-hmm. That uh, they put it all out there, and they, and I think they do a really fine job of that. I know uh, I don't know of many others, but I think it's really only them and Floramet. No, yeah, Floramets. There's a few. There's a few, um, but that's the right way to do it, in my opinion. And um, it needs to. I feel like you're better off if you're going to be selling something to somebody who sells that product to know. The backstory to know like where did it come from and how 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 what I consider the real flower people how they how they operate operate yeah. should do next gen uh, Holland or something like they that. should they next really gen. should they that should. education would be amazing they should the, the problem guys. is everyone will be stoned and nobody's <laughs> gonna do any work hey 
Hey, I'm sorry. We are very productive. Very productive stoners. Okay, that's true. Stoners. Stoners. I remember when I took Casey to Holland. I went to bed. He goes, "I'll be back later." Yeah. We were right. Our hotel was right on top of the. He went to the the bulldog. The bulldog. Yeah. Yeah. He was down in the bulldog. Is that where they have the red? Red light, red light district. The yeah. red light district is the craziest thing. Like during the day, you know, the the women are still out there in the windows, but there'll be a family walking around with their kid in a stroller, and they're stopped right in front of a window, looking at a map, trying to find something, and the ladies just dancing in the. Window. I thought it was only for men, though. No, 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 no. That that whole district is. They have a window for everything. Doesn't matter what you are. Be careful where you go out there. <laughs> There's windows there for everything. But yeah. People that haven't been to Holland in this company are even in the near future. Now that it's safer to travel, we'll be gone. We'll be gone. My plans were kind of put on hold for three years. I haven't even traveled much. No. Um, but all that's going to change in the near future. So please continue, Dali. All right, all right. So left left for a few months. Came back and. Um, worked inside sales, started building building some really good relationships there. Um, was Marty McCaw in Orlando at this point, or he was, was he, he still he, with the company? He was that year, the same time when I came back. He was there uh, for a few more months, and then he um, he left. He went up to work in the New Jersey location. Um, and then Scott came in. He became the new manager of the location. Um, Scott, your, there's your that current, story. Your current husband. My current husband. <laughs> <laughs> Banging the boss, you know. No, just kidding. Um, That's how Dolly <laughs> that kept <out>. her job. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, but anyways, uh, so that's when really he pushed I, me I'm, to. I'm sorry. Be- I do think it, you just need to clarify if it was actually, you're talking about your actual husband. Yeah, okay. her actual husband. The way you said it made me see, made it sound like work husband, so I wasn't sure if the the audience would make sure they would clear, clear no, on no. that. Anyways, <laughs> so um, you're banging Scott. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't at the time, no sir, no. So he became the new manager, of course, and um, that's the year that I really, um, really took off. That was my first year hitting a million dollars in sales. Actually, I think one point two was the year that he came. Um, cha-ching, cha-ching. It was, yeah, it was a new, um, it was a new experience. It was a different perspective. Somebody younger in the industry who wanted to try doing things a little bit different. And once I hit the one point two, I never looked back. Um, I was there until 2016. Uh, I left the company again. We had a new manager come in, uh, Mike Malone. He was a great guy. I uh, learned a lot from him. He was a longtime board member of the Pennant Company, and he really taught me how to buy properly, how to you know, cut down on shrink. and So definitely learned a little bit from every single manager that I had. You've had a lot of good flower mentors. Yeah. Yes, absolutely, yeah. absolutely. I'm blessed, man. I'm blessed to, to, to be able to grow up in industry with some old school, you know, mainly people from up north. Most of them were. Um, so at that time, I know, you know, loved the guy, but Scott actually got promoted. He moved to New Jersey. He 
ended his relationship I ended my relationship and we just kind of got together so I was like you know what this I was flying to Philly every weekend like, to see him or he would fly down so I was like this isn't working he was working for Pennock up there and um so I was like you know I gave them my notice cordial everything was great they were sad to see me go nobody had any idea what was going on so uh went up to Jersey we got married they let him go like a week later. Oh. Yeah. Did they find out? Why did they let him go? I mean, they found out. I don't I don't know why they let him go. The the reasoning was a no call, no show. However, you have the emails to, you know, let HR know, like, hey, I'm sick, I'm not coming in today. What really happened, I don't know. Don't really care. Uh but we ended up I actually, at that time, the day he got fired, I flew to California because I was like, what am I going to do now? So it's like, I got to find a, something to do from home in the floral industry. So good friends with um, Amber. She worked at Fresh Pack when Fresh Pack was still around. And uh, she's like, yeah, fly to Cali. I'll, I'll teach you how to sell California products. So I was like, all right. Landing in California, get the phone call. Uh, yeah, I got fired. I was like, oh, shit. Well, I'm just going to enjoy my time in California then. So um, flew back to Jersey. By the time I flew back and landed, he had the whole house packed. <laughs> we got in the car and we drove back down to Florida. Holy shit. So back in Florida, I'm like, oh, man. What year is this? You're this is 2016. 2016. So March 28th, my anniversary, my Jet Fresh anniversary, my, my, my husband and I's anniversary, and um, we drove back down, and I was like, man, like, I can't go back to Pennock, you know? So what am I going to do? So I have some good friends over at Carlstad's Orlando. Um, I know Alice, the owner, you know, and uh, Jeffrey Edmondson was there then. So they're like, hey, come work for us. So be an assistant manager. So sure, all right, I'll do it. Went to work there. I uh, I was there for like two months, and the, the manager at the time, Tim Lister, he he left. I don't He had some personal stuff going on and like, oh, Dolly, you're the interim manager now. So I was like, great. I loved working there. Um, it was just, it was just a lot of early hours, you know, um, coming in at four o'clock in the morning to unload trucks and it just, it's just still not what I was looking for. I wanted to, I wanted to serve the customers, but I also wanted to find a better way to do it. So I, I stayed with them for a while, and I loved it. Still have a great relationship with all of them. Love Alice. Love Robin. They're hey, great. guys, if you're listening. Yeah, awesome people. Love y'all. Um, uh, learned a lot there, too. You know, learned a lot from Jeff Edmondson. Learned a lot from Alice. Um, just contributed to my education of customer service and how you're supposed to treat people. And um I ended up leaving there. I took a, I took a little break. I, did, I didn't really know what else I wanted to do. I was going to go work for Miraflor in, in Miami. I, I tried that for a few weeks. Um, Barbie's a good friend of mine. and Barbie Cooley? Yes. Yeah, she's very nice. Um, hey, Barbie. She just, hey, Barbie. Um, you know, she was like, come work for us. And it was just very different. They sell all wholesalers. I'd never sold a wholesaler in my life. So I felt a little bit lost. I was working from home for the first time. Um, so it was a lot of, it was a great opportunity. I, I learned there too. It was just like, this this really, it's not working for me. So third time's a charm, right? I 
Pennock hits me up. I end up going back there again, and lots of things happen there, lots of changes. Um, the Orlando store con- started to consolidate with the Jacksonville store. They moved locations. Um, so Jacksonville became the distribution center to service all of Florida and then uh, Georgia. Then I started a route in Hilton Head, South Carolina. I went up there for a week and opened up some new accounts. Um, it was a lot of work, especially with the pandemic happening. Uh, we didn't have people at all. And the hours were long, you know, got to buy it. You got to sell it. You got to pull it. Sometimes you have to deliver it and it wears on you, man. So full circle, you know, from the bucket truck to doing everything in the end. Mm. Um, but I'm so thankful and grateful so for, I'm grateful for Pennock. You know, they, yeah. they gave me an opportunity. If it wasn't for them, I probably maybe would have never even been in this industry. I would have never known. So I've learned a lot from Tom Logue and everybody else. So, you know, thanks, Pennock. Appreciate you for setting me up for a success here. So look at that. Look at that. You know, that is true. You, you had some really awesome mentors in the Pennock company and in Carlstead's and, you know, your way up. Uh, so you transitioned, though. I Look did. At you. You I did. I did. You transitioned. You kicked ass last year. Last year was your first year. Uh, Dolly hit her first sales goal, first year. What, you started at the end of March, so you did it in... Uh, Basically April 1st, yeah. Nine months. Nine months. Good job. Kick thank you, ass. Thank you. Um, so tell us, tell us how it was. Do we know, I'm sorry to interrupt you there. Do we know if that is some, the fastest one to do it? Nine months? Is that as as the first? In In the first year, it should be. It could be. At least from my time on. I don't think I've ever tracked that before, but it, it sounds right. You got some work to do, Mike. (laughs) (laughs) I'm kidding. What can I tell you? Let's just claim it now. Let's just say it was. It was the the fastest to be done. That was the fastest time anybody did that. Okay, round of applause right there. So let me tell you guys a little bit about my transition. Um, December 2021, I left left Pennock Jacksonville and... Guys, I swore, I swore I was just done with the floral industry. I'm like, you know, I keep saying it and I keep saying I'm going to go find something else to do. And then everything else is just so boring. Your husband, Scott, did that. He left the industry, right? Yes. And he's in, he's working in IT right now. Yes. I didn't even know he was in the industry. I only knew he was in IT. I just learned that he was in the industry with you. I knew he was a manager at Pennock. Uh I knew him, but I never met him in person until, you know, he came down with Dolly. Did you try anything else when you when you left and you were done with the industry? Were you like, I'm going to go do this? I mean, I, I looked into trying something, but like, did like I what? did I ever? Uh, there was like this. Uh, oh, I did. I tried this uh, software selling service. Right? They're like brand new software company. You're gonna sell. You're gonna just sell software. Well, it ended up being like telemarketing, <laughs> where you like call people to set up a preview or like an appointment for a presentation and it was just like pounding your head into the wall all day it was like we want you to make 200 calls a day and you're just calling all these people who don't want anything like so so it was just so anyways um left you know we moved back from palm coast to orlando my husband works close to orlando so uh 
spoken to Mike a few times, you know, we kept in touch and, and Mike was like, so what are you planning to do in the future? I was like, I don't know. I, I told him, I said, listen, Mike, I really like hate the floral industry right now. I was like, I'm turned off. I don't think I could do it. I want to throw up thinking about it. And he basically told me that so did everybody else before they came to work with him and his team. So I was done. I was done. I was ready to go. I was like, I'll sell anything to anybody. I will never look at another fucking flower ever again. That was my mind. And then I had a conversation with Mike and it, it's he's. And that's how I awesome. felt, too. Yeah. And, uh, you know, and my husband again, I'm like, I'm, I'm going to tell him again. I'm thinking about <laughs> the flower industry. And he's like, he, he came to me and he was like, we should go down and talk to, to Mike and Fern and everybody. He's like, you seem like you need this stress in your life. He's like, but at least you'll be, he's like, at least you won't be working, you know, 14, 15 hours a day. He's like, you'll be, you know, work normal hours. And so it came down and the rest is history, man. It's just been such a, it's been such a great year. Um, it's been my best year in the floral industry. Um, wow. The best team, wow. the best support, the best buyers. I mean, I don't, I think, I'm, I don't know if I've told a customer no yet you know, on something they wanted. Except if it's Lily of the Valley, you guys ain't getting it, so don't ask me. <laughs> <laughs> but transition's been phenomenal. From the very first day, um, some great people here, man. Jimmy the Tulip, he's helped me so much with just uh, navigating customers, navigating the system, and Casey and Fernando and and Celine and Jesse, I mean, just Tina, everybody here is just like a team. I can call them at any given time, text, ask for help. If something, I don't have something and they have it and it's an emergency, they, they give it to me. And the support is, is unparalleled. I've never seen anything like it. And the reason I'm successful in my, within my first year and I'm going to be successful going forward is because of my team. And I, I'm, I'm grateful for wow. that. Thank you. Wow. Beautiful. Thank you, guys. Yeah. Good job, Joel. He's catching on, guys. He's catching on. <laughs> well, we could use the sound effects when we don't have when we don't have the zoom. Sound effects. Uh, I was waiting for it's that got right stuff. moment. Yeah, like, okay. yeah. We haven't we haven't figured out what it's got okay. yet, but yeah. But when we don't have a zoom, we can do the sound effects live. Otherwise, we have to add it. Can't in Can't you get us? You should be well, able to get a soundboard and plug one in, right? Well, with the new. We can have an iPad here, plugging, playing, applause, and stuff too. Mac, Mac plugged yeah. in. Cool. And I can add some new sound effects with the new one. Yeah, you need you need to be Fred from the Howard Stern Show. That's what you need to be. He he doesn't know what that well, is. Yeah, that's your movie assignment. <laughs> Private parts. That's it. That's an assignment. Private parts with Howard Stern. I'm yeah. We got to watch this one. You I need wa- to watch it because I'll it's watch, relevant I'll watch, to I'll your job. Grab your phone and set an alarm. Grab your phone, set an alarm. Howard's- Remind yourself. Private, private parts. parts with Howard Stern. Pay yeah, attention to what Fred you. does. You got to give him the two dollars to rent it. I'll give you. No, no, I'll, no. I'll buy you the CD if you want. <laughs> Listen, stream it. Most, mostly, what you got to do is pay attention to Fred's job because I want you to be the new Fred. What's it called again? Private parts. Howard Stern. Private Howard parts. Stern. WNBC. <laughs> WNBC. Do you recall the? The conversations to bringing her on. Do you remember your pitch? Like you went out and you went out and 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 got her essentially. Like she was out and you. The, I am like the 
the, the dog catcher picking up all the strays. He's like the parrot. <laughs> I'm a dog. But you knew, you knew <laughs> she was out there stray, and you Who were told like, you "Did I was you a dog? like what kind you, of you dog?" Went, you like went yeah. after her, right? Yeah. He's like the Pat Riley. Yeah. He is the Pat Riley. Yeah. He is the goat at it. Yeah. No, I I have like talent radar for whatever that means. Like I could tell somebody who knows their shit, and more importantly. Whether they're happy or not, I could tell if they have passion for what they're doing and knowledge of what they're doing. And you can't train anybody for that. You have to have, like, it's part of, part of got to be part of your DNA, in my opinion. And, um, yeah, I was like, let's talk, man. If you, you know, you're out there on the side of the road. Pick you up, Stray. <laughs> That's how we've gotten two of our dogs at the house. Hey, hey. I I had talked to Jessalyn, actually. I believe it was Jessalyn. She's like, hey, man, Dally's not working. You should talk to her. I think she was Jessalyn, if I'm not mistaken. And then I said, yeah, okay, you're right, because I had, I had talked to you myself a few times. And... um I, I, the only conversation I re distinctly remember is saying, you will sell this much in your first year. I told her, like, I'll guarantee it, that you will do so much. Cause and I assume she beat that number? She beat that number, yeah. 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 She didn't believe she'd hit that number. She beat yeah. that number. She beat that Sick. number, yeah. So, um, and I also met Scott, too. I, I had an interview with him as well. You know, he's... Letting his wife work with us, and uh, he was super cool. We went out for dinner, right? I went over. I went up there. We went out for dinner, and um, got to know a little about him, as well as Dolly, and uh, yeah. And we weren't looking to hire remote people either, you know. But it was COVID. And Actually, we had we had made a rule: no more yeah. remote people. <laughs> yeah, we had but, made a rule. But you know, I just felt like she could bring real value to our company and i thought she'd be successful and a good fit she belongs yep. in the land of the mitzvah yeah it was the puppy eyes wasn't it yeah <laughs> yeah no so that I, I i i just you know I, I want i want to make our people feel especially if you're in sales like you're running your own little business within our business that's where you're at right you like Absolutely. Yeah. My, and if I may, you, I mean, you do just that, Mike, and, and so much more, you know, being in the industry for all of these years, I'd never visited a grower. I'd never visited a farm. I, you know, I was never sent anywhere to learn. And my first month after my first month here, Mike took me to Ecuador and that was an experience, you know, um, I value the farm so much more the workers the processes especially at our farm i mean mike takes care of everybody it's phenomenal uh went to ecuador for a few days just got to see the rose process from the beginning to the end from the planning stage to the harvesting to shipping um then also last year went to canada with fern to visit rosa flora and to learn those processes. So I love the fact that it's all about education. If you don't educate your people, they're not gonna know. And 
that's one of the best things here is like you're constantly learning every single day we have meetings um videos we have groups you know chat groups that we send each other videos and products and encouragement and just all the tools are here and if you're not successful here then you just don't belong here in my opinion and i love it thank you mike thank you man amen great thank you amen for real that's great we uh but dolly's been amazing as well dolly brings a skill set uh you know definitely takes care of her customers her her customer service is extreme she's in you know she makes sure everyone's happy and you know she takes the time uses all the tools that she has you know when she needs a video or she needs a box checked or anything you know or mm-hmm. just a picture she uses all the right tools and she makes sure that her customers are happy and she's taken some customers that other people had that they weren't doing so well with and and blown them up and handled you know handled accounts extremely well as if you know the another sales rep never left them you know i mean she's done amazing work she's also willing to go to the trade shows she's willing to you know come down here on the holidays she's yeah she's here now she's here right now she yeah. said it yesterday. She loves being in 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 the cooler during the holidays. She's out working yeah, in the cash carriage. She's selling yeah. and wheeling everybody out there too. It takes her back to her roots. She's right? got yeah. that experience. It actually that is my favorite thing I ever did. Was that bunch by bunch cash and carry wholesale turnover? You know, that was my favorite thing to do and be with the people and you know pack it out. And, bunch it up and wrap it up and pack it yeah i agree the excitement during the holiday out there too the rush yeah that was my that was always my favorite part of all the things that i've done I can and, see and you really get to see the beauty of the flowers whereas yeah. where you sell them by the box it's just you know like you know what you're selling it's beautiful but when you walk in that cooler it's just a different feeling man it's inspiration every yeah, yeah every single time i wish we had more space we have so tight space. if we had more space it would be done in such a not- another level it would be on another level if we had more space just, just think back to that little the little spot the little patch of of concrete you had where it, where it began in, in front of the in, in front, front of the, of the stairwell bouquet, in front of the stairwell yeah. right there. funny enough i started in front of the door of pennock right yeah. <laughs> right <laughs> ja right building in ja flower service yeah. yeah it was tom worth and joy jenkins and sunshine sunshine, uh, sunshine. sunshine. <laughs> and um um, her and Ashley are big Disney girls. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They, yeah. And Carol, and Carol yeah. was there. So yeah, they were all they were right outside the door. I had a desk right outside their door, adjacent to the bathrooms. I remember. Yeah, we our offices just kept moving all around their office. Yeah, like they we kept were next moving. to them, and yeah, behind them, behind and them, around the corner <laughs> from them. Is that where my aunt was at? That, that that small space? Yeah. yeah. Your your aunt was my first employee. Really? Non-family member. Yes. Yes. Your aunt is one of the founding fathers of this company. That's funny. Yes, she is. She, uh... Uh... I remember that phone call when you asked for her number. Yeah. <laughs> I remember that phone call. Do you think she's working? Do you think she's happy? I'm like, she's working at a chicken wing spot. She's not happy. <laughs> <laughs> she was working at that bar that bar back there it was yeah sold wings and beer she was not happy yeah no she was perfect for the job that i had in mind for her she uh definitely uh helped lay some bricks to the to the foundation for sure 
and um, I miss her. I do miss her. Um, but we have never forgotten where we came from. Mm-hmm. And I'm forever grateful for the ones that helped us in the beginning, you know? You got me all mushy now. Oh, I didn't, sorry. Here's a tissue, Mike. No, I... I <laughs> No, when I get tired, I get sensitive and emotional. Oh. We will have more space in the future. We will what have. What are you laughing at, man? Right I've been spike. up all night trying to get these fucking boxes in the warehouse. <laughs> For those listening, it's the Sunday before Valentine's Day. It's it's currently twelve oh seven p.m. We're almost there at the end. So. Caffeine is not even nothing's working me. anymore. No. Been a Just long no. holiday. No. Nice long. I weird, get more energy from a banana holiday. than I do with a cup of you coffee. Were, you guys won the lot. We won the lottery of uh, cargo plane issues this year. No, no I, it was great. We the jinxed whole it. Ho- yeah, we jinxed we did. it. We jinxed it because I the said, "Man, these planes Kevin. are coming. Not even on time. They're coming no early. They came early. No delays. Mike was you know? yelling at us. Why are these boxes here so early? Because there's no delays. There's no delays. Yeah, the the, the cargo the cargo planes um were on time. In the minute I said this is great, the cargo planes are on time. Boom! Boom. There yeah. it goes out yeah. the window. Yeah, three planes for maintenance. If you believe that bullshit, I don't believe a word of it. But we will have a bigger space, guys, and I can't wait to see how we, uh, how we as a company lay that out, how it's gonna look. We're gonna have to build up. I think that's what we have to do. Two floors. No, that, <laughs> that's what my. That's what you know. What that's what Mike said in the future. That's what Miami's. That's the only way we're gonna be able to grow yeah. as a city. There's no more. There's no more land. Essentially, there are there are industrial warehouses now that are multi levels. Yeah. Multi levels with big ramps for tractor trailers to drive up there and all that. The, that is the future. That is the future, but not in this building. Not here. <laughs> this building can't. No. Fucking parking lots caving in. I had it. They came last night and fixed it. They but it, it rained. It keeps, but it rained. That's when we get like crazy the, heavy rain. That one spot. There's literally a pothole that just like keeps opening up. And no, because it, the landlord did some shit out there. We don't even know what they did. They tore open the parking lot, and. I believe that's the what was responsible for our water bill to be five thousand dollars is whatever the hell they were doing out there because our water bill hasn't been that big since then. Well, also, yeah. So they were using our water. They left. A, they opened up a giant valve of water. I don't know what they did, and then they left. And from that moment on, it keeps sinking. It keeps sinking. So I talked to the landlord i wrote the property manager and i copied the uh big shot landlord guy on there saying hey man it's valentine's i got a giant hole in my parking lot and they came last night and fixed it so i gotta say thank you but i don't know why it keeps sinking it was fine before they touched it i don't know what before they were doing they down there it. i don't it know it was fine and our water bill was good i don't know what they did down there but whatever it is they didn't fix it right that's what happens when you use Mickey Mouse contractors instead of like a real contractor. No offense, Dolly. I know you're from Orlando. <laughs> <laughs> what did Mickey Mouse mean? High quality or like more no. expensive? No, I don't know why. No, I don't know why Mickey nowadays, Mouse. Nowadays, I mean nowadays. Because it's a cartoon. Get, yeah. yeah, that's what I would think. Because it's, it's a cartoon. for kids. It's for kids. Okay. I don't know why we call things. Now, Mickey I, Mouse. I relate everything Disney to expensive now. So. Disney is expensive. <laughs> you haven't seen anything yet with Disney. They don't have their own country anymore. 
Oh, they got rid yeah, of that whole Vatican yeah, situation. They're, yeah. they're about to get it back, though. They're about to get it. Oh, back. really? Yeah, yeah. They bowed down. They fired the guy, and they're bowing down to Ron DeSantis. Okay. Mm-hmm. All hail Ron that's DeSantis. What it, that's what it was. Let's keep. Trump's mad at DeSantis because he wants to make a run, and he's and Trump's scared of the guy. I don't know. This is not a political uh, we'll podcast. We'll be here for another two hours. So <laughs> keep your politics to yourself. Is there? A, I'm sorry. Is there anything on the negative side from your transition coming into Jeffers? You can't. Yeah. All, it can't all be perfect and belt and butterflies. Yeah, don't yeah. hold anything don't back. Don't hold anything no, no, back. Because no, no. um, this is the good, the bad, the ugly about flowers. So it it took me uh it took me a little bit to get adjusted to working from home and not you know being in the warehouse all the time running around helping customers. It took me. It was an adjustment to get on schedule. I would say like. Hey, from this hour to this hour, you stay in the office, you leave at this time for lunch, just to kind of get some structure going, because it's easy to just not do anything if you're working from home. Um, do you find yourself watching more Jerry Springer? No. <laughs> from home? Mm. No. No. Um, right so there. Jerry, Jerry, Jerry. I've got, I've got so, a routine I was telling you, going. Price is right, you know? and and deal or no deal. Oh, that's that's the the daytime wow. at home. On the rare TV. occasion where I used to work from home, these are the days or be of out our sick. <laughs> I used to watch uh, Jerry Springer. That's where I get that from. Isn't he a mayor, Jerry Springer? I don't know. I thought that was. I don't know. But I thought that was Steve. His, so uh, Steve was was Jerry Springer's bouncer, but and he now has he's got his, his own, own talk show. show. <laughs> he's better. I think I Steve is better. You, that guy went from security guard. Yeah, it's a talk show host. So you That's know what impressive. I like? I I always watch Steve when I'm homesick. Always. And my favorite part about and I've been watching him on YouTube. My favorite part about Steve is he always wants to beat the shit out of the baby daddy. Yes, <laughs> he was a mayor. <laughs> he always wants to beat the shit. What does it say, Joel? <laughs> he was a mayor of uh, Cincinnati. Ah, there you go. Jerry okay. Springer was. Yeah. Oh wow. There you go. Um. Starting in April last year, and you know, the summer was tough. That summer's usually tough. So it took a lot of mental willpower to get through it to get to September. Mm. Um, I know the feeling. And I'd rather be here where the flowers are. Downside is like, if my customer asks me to check a box, I work remote, I can't actually put my own eyes on it. Thankfully, you know, I have a great team that it's the same thing. If I look at it, they do. But sometimes you just want to see the flowers, man. Mm. You know, like, so those would be my only, those would be, that, that would be it probably for not so great for a transition, but I'll work through it. And I, I really have no complaints. Not just because you guys are here. But that's Aww. what I thought. Mm. You passed the test. Uh. Boom. Uh. <laughs> that was a trick question. <laughs> Oh man, Freddie's calling me. I'm in trouble. Freddie. Yeah, Ariamas. Uh oh. Put him on the podcast. Yeah. I, Let's take I, a call I met live. him. Go ahead, take a call in, live. We can plug it in if you really want to do Tampa, it. In Tampa, yeah. right? Wait, wait. Mike? The world should hear he Freddie Ariamas. He was in Ariama. Tampa. Wait, 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 hold on. Freddie, no, he's in Staten Island. No, he was right in Tampa you. for the plant right, show. Yes. Here, I met him. Oh really? Yeah. The adapter. Okay. He's my oldest customer. He's been my loyal customer over 40 years. Uncle Freddie. Yeah. He feels guilty if he buys flowers from where outside of here. I, I tell him, you got to do what you got to do, man. This is not going to mess up the recording, is it? No. Okay. Cool. We're going to call Uncle Freddie Ariama now. 
He wants a pallet make over sure the, the buttons. Yep. It's recording already. But make sure the um Yeah. Yeah, the second middle button. Yeah, I heard it. It sounds right on mine. No, make no. Sure Don't you turn tell it on. Him he's on the Your headphones. Hello. Freddie. Hello. Freddie. Freddie. Michael, what's wrong with the phone over there? You got shit phones, huh? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Can you hear me? What's going on? Can you Where hear me? Are you in Ecuador? Can you hear me? <laughs> yeah, now I can hear you. Where's the fucking video? It's on the... I made a video just now. It's on the, that thing. What, what we what chat? Thing? Watch out sounds like Edwin. He sounds like Edwin. We Make it up a story. It's on we, we chat. We chat? What the hell is that? What's up? Oh, what chat? Whatever the fuck <laughs> chat it is. Wait a minute. Let me look. What's up? What's up? You sent it to me on WhatsApp? Yeah, you guys are fucked up over there, I tell you. So listen, you're re- being recorded uh, right now. You're on the podcast. you got to be kidding. That's not cool. <laughs> Why not? That's like cursed on there. No, that's okay. We're rated R. It's not we're, a problem. We're rated oh, R, Freddie. It's okay. Yeah. So you're here with Ryan, Dolly, Joel, Fernando, and me. Sorry wow. I missed your call, Uncle Freddie. We were recording, but we decided to bring you in. What happened? No, I forgot to get the little roses and the diamond thing. I said, that's the best sound thing I used to have. I don't have any here. You forgot. You're not a good salesman. The what? The, oh, the, the, little, the, the mini little, bouquets? Oh, the no, little, no, the little preserves. The little roses. The, the jewel case boxes. The fake ones. We can overnight the them. We can FedEx them tomorrow to you. Well, when am I going to get them? After Valentine's Day? Yeah, keep them for Mother's Day. <laughs> I'll buy them. I'll buy new ones for Mother's Day. I'll, I'll set, an, I'll set an alarm, Freddie. I'll make sure to get to you before Mother's it's Day. It's a bad sales guy, right, Freddie? Yeah, he's the worst. I tell you, you're, you're losing <laughs> nothing but money with him. <laughs> he, he don't answer the phone. And then he forgets to, to, to send people stuff. If you forget to, to, to sell stuff, I mean, you know, I'm old. I can't remember everything. Sorry, he, He's Freddy. young, Freddie. He Sorry, can't forget Freddy. nothing. Freddie, tell Dolly, tell Dolly how long you've been. We've been friends and you've been... My 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 I'd customer. I'd say it's pretty close to fifty years, no? Right, Mike? No, forty years closer to. I say oh, 45, forty five, yeah, forty, 40 years. forty five. I ain't that old. Yeah, Freddy. forty forty five. Yeah, you were a little kid when I used to come there. Yeah. Tell everybody the chicken cutlet story, Freddie. <laughs> well, the chicken cutlet. Mike came in the store and grabbed one of my father's chicken cutlets. He got a little pissed off at Mike. He yelled at the poor guy. I told, I told Mike, what are you yelling at the guy for? He's my friend. Right, Mike? That, beat my father. that isn't the whole story. The story was, <laughs> Dolly, that I used to... <laughs> Freddie was one of my biggest customers. I used to send him truckloads of bouquets. Truckloads. And uh, <laughs> this is before the supermarkets had so many flowers, you know? And... um. I would let any Mother's Day or Valentine's Day or Easter, didn't matter what holiday, I was sending Freddie a lot of bouquets. And, Tons uh, of bouquets. Yeah, and then after the holiday, I went over to pick up the pick up the payment. Cool. And <laughs> and uh, Freddie's office at that time was a little closet behind his father's kitchen. His father had a deli. Very famous deli, Ariamis Deli on Highland Boulevard, Staten Island. My my sister in law used to shop there all the time for her deli meats and bread and other stuff. Anyway, so I'm waiting for Freddie and he's counting, 
and I'm standing outside the door because there's no room for two people in that closet. So I'm standing <laughs> outside the door right next to this giant tray of just fried chicken cutlets. Mm. And I'm standing there and I'm starving. <laughs> I'm starving and I'm smelling it. And my, you know, you ever see like the dog when he's about to get a biscuit, how the drool starts coming? It was, that's what was happening to me. And I, I, nobody was looking, so I grabbed one and I started eating it. Get that fat fuck out of my kitchen. <laughs> Get that fucking guy out of here, right, Freddie? Yeah. Yeah. yeah my father beat him up. I was never allowed in there ever again. Oh my God. I was banished from the, the store. Chicken cutlet, dude. Yeah. Yeah. But it was worth it. That cutlet was good. I still remember that. <laughs> yeah. Mike, you remember that time my truck got robbed in front of your place there in the 28th Street? <laughs> no. <laughs> you don't remember? They broke, the, my, they broke the window of the truck and stole all my stuffed animals. Was it the dump truck? No, it was the, I think it was the van. He used to come, when I first met him, he didn't come, he came to pick up his roses in a dump truck. That was a nice dump truck I had. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I wish I still had that dump truck. He came. <laughs> He came in a dump truck, you know, landscapers dump truck. That's what he used to use. Cause he's a hustler. He he started selling flowers outside his father's deli, and then slowly became the king of Staten Island. I don't know. People come from all over to buy from him because he's a house of quality. He doesn't skimp on Thanks, the quality. Man. How's Valentine's looking for you, Freddie? <laughs> it doesn't look too hot right now. I hope it gets busy. It's not busy yet. The boys are making stuff. I got I got some roses today, and then fifty centimeter roses. They had some really really nice varieties in there. I told you I mean, that was a score. Really nice varieties. Yeah, I mean some of them look like kings in there. Yep, yep. The yeah. guys got the. That was a good 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 opportunity that we got there. I told you they look like kings. The ones in their fifties. Okay, well charge more for them. I got to separate them. You better believe it. I want to take them out of there. Did he buy the bouquets from TPIE? Did you buy the bouquets from that guy at uh, TPIE? From, uh, yeah, they, they, they suck. Their bouquets are no good. <laughs> I told you. <laughs> I told you. I think we had this conversation in Tampa. <laughs> I told him. They, they sure look good at the show, I'll tell you that. Right. Bait and switch. Bait and switch. He's right. got a bad memory. <laughs> you better believe it. you got a bad memory. You, you made me buy them for you. At least twice in the past. I'll tell you what the bad memory I have. Such then, a bad memory. And right? he said, don't ever give me that shit again. And then you call me from the show saying, hey, look at these beautiful bouquets. <laughs> look, let me tell you something. The the little arrangements from um, Osmeralda, right? Now, for Mother's Day, they went up, the price like doubled from one year to the next. So Mother's Day, I tell you, oh, these things are too much money. I can't sell them no more. And I ordered them again for Valentine's Day. Because <laughs> I forgot from Mother's Day to Valentine's Day because I wrote it down after Valentine's Day and then after Valentine's Day when the price went up. So now they're, now they're impossible to sell. They cost almost $20. Yeah, I don't sell them anymore fun. except for your order. You're way better off with those aqua bouquets from Mexico. Yep. Yeah. You're way better off. Yeah, no, this, that guy's out now. I can't but all in all, how's the quality of these beautiful roses I sent you? They're all beautiful, the roses. All beautiful. Okay. The reds are beautiful, though. Okay. Reds are real nice. Okay. Not as good as your farm, but they're they're almost as good. I don't have reds in my farm. We got we only have a few. I know you don't like reds. Once I don't he like gets weekly. Well, no. The problem is that we roses. can't 
we can't compete with the big companies on an annual basis with Red Roses. You know, we're a boutique farm. We have uh, boutique no, you better work with all these different varieties anyway. Yeah. The, the red ones suck. I hate Red Roses. Me too. I'm with you on that. I hate uh, next Valentine's, we're going to have T-shirts. F Red Roses. Well, take a look I'm at my with... video. I have I made a video with your flowers just now. Yeah. It's on, um, it's on the Instagram. So if you're listening and you're anywhere near Staten Island, New York, what's your address, Freddie? 1802 Highland Boulevard. 1802 Highland Boulevard, Ariama's Garden Center, the house of quality. <laughs> Do you remember back in the good old days, you would call me, it would be Mother's Day, say, send me another truck. So, yeah. 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 I would make extra I because I knew he would want it. And he was yeah. send me more, send me more. The guy had a line down the block. <laughs> Down the block. I used to sell. I, I used to sell eighty thousand stems of roses huh. on Valentine's. And one day, no more. No How bad. the times now, have you know. changed. Yeah. Well, they sell roses everywhere. They sell them in CVS. They sell them in Walgreens. They crap, but the people buy them anyway. They don't care what they look like. <laughs> All right. So shop. if you want quality, you got to go to Ariyama's. Go see Freddie. Only the good customers come here. Now all the bums they go to buy whatever they, they, they get the <laughs> roses like that. They give them the roses that are half dead. I mean, that ain't going to get you any points bringing dead roses home, I don't think, anyway. There you go. There you go. Julie loves my roses. I bring them home, but she goes wild. Awesome. Freddie, we're going to call you later. I'm going to call you later. Have a go. Right, Kick some guys, ass guys. this Valentine's, Freddie. Bye, Uncle Freddie. Bye, guys. Send me the video. Enjoy your day. All right. I, bye I'm going to send it to you. All right. Come Thank on. you. Bye. Bye-bye. He's so funny. He's so funny. <laughs> what a character. <laughs> Love that man. I knew he was going to get shit bouquets from that the, guy. And the All funny the bums thing by is, everywhere else. We, they, we had the conversation yeah, with him there. Yeah, definitely said at the show. But I told him not to buy them because the guy always has nice on the well, samples. And then when you get it, it's Will they know who it is because we said TPIE show? Nah. No, there, was there was a few people. There was Budsy. Budsy was there. Okay. Let them figure it out if they want to. I just don't want to say the guy's name. All right. But I knew it was going to happen. They can guess. They can guess. He's going to know. (laughs) So, Dolly. Yes. If there was any advice. Oh, wait. We got to ask Dolly questions. Yeah. You're going to do questions? What questions? Definitely got to do the questions. questions Especially the most important questions. Especially the most important questions. Oh, I wanted to make a phone call, actually. Hi, Nixa. Yeah, how you doing? This is Mike. I'm calling you from the Two Fat Guys podcast. I was wondering if I could ask you a question. We're trying to settle a bet. Okay. Is a hot dog a sandwich? Yes or no? Personally, I'd say no. Boom. Uh, hold on, hold on, hold on. But she said personally. What about professionally? Yeah, professionally. <laughs> as, as a hot dog professional. Yeah. If somebody came in and asked me if I had sandwiches, I'd say no, I have hot dogs. Thank you. Have oh, a great day. Thank you. Thank you very much need to omit that <laughs> that was the official representative it was of the hot dog selling company called what who was that it was i'll have to concede who, who was it uh that was nick's famous hot dogs the in massachusetts expert of hot dogs why did you, for the why did you pick podcast? two boston places because i had a boston place to call from i saw it on online so i'm uh, never mind just forget I'm, it okay. i concede <laughs> a hot dog is not a sandwich I'm going to stick to my guns and say technically it is. It's oh, a piece no. of meat. We just call the hot dog lady. She's a professional. So, so That's then what a burger is a sandwich too? A burger is a sandwich, no. yes. 
Yeah, but how about a euro? That's a that's a sound. I already I already have validated that. I call the gyro place. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, yeah, I guess if, if the hot dog one counts for us, do we have to If you want me to call a burger no, place to decide, we I never guess. had the argument about burgers. I we mean, they're, no, that's sad. yeah because I I that's two people. yeah I'm less I'm less against you on that one. I I would I would say but we've it never argued about burgers because that's not that's, that's not that's less of an argument. Yeah, because it is a sandwich. Right, it's okay. the same ingredients and process. Okay, just a different meat. Okay, the questions, Dolly. What is the best sandwich? Not your favorite. What is the best? If you had to give one the crown. Reuben. What is your favorite flower? Bush lilac. What is Mm. the bush lilac? From like, from where? Up north. California, we're up north. Yeah. Yeah. We have lilac now, right? Is that the same one you like? No, no. Not that one. What is the scariest animal? Snake. Have you ever asked someone for their autograph? No. What is the most underrated flower? Alstromeria. What is the most overrated flower? Peonies. What is your go-to way to relax? Read. What are you reading? The Perfect Marriage. Is that a novel? Yeah, I just started it. It's part of my book club that I just started since I have a lot of time now to relax. My wife has tons of... uh Vampire sex books. If you want to read, <laughs> she's got the erotic I have like, novels. Yeah, I have like. There's a bookshelf I have full a of them. Library a available of vampires. My grandmother had. Have you read any of them? Sex books. No. Why Does not? she have but, like a sexy vampire name for you? No. What if he no. showed up one day dressed as one of the cover guys? My grandmother. Maybe in the future. Oh, the way I look right now, I don't think so. We'll get you the Fabio but, hair. But no, I have read some of it. It's like. Like you know, this big this vampire came into my room and up. undressed me with his eyes. And <laughs> so, are, and do, then, you, do you have like a cape and fang teeth? Yeah, I was going right? to say, exactly. does she make we you wear can, fangs? We can <laughs> get this happening. He penetrated me with his throbbing member and shit like that. You <laughs> <laughs> should get a long wig. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, go, go mama, yeah. go mama. So if you want to read horse. anything that's, you know vampire sex I i'm have, a little embarrassed have, talking about it i have, I have every book <laughs> dolly's, every dolly's not gonna be able to you go out there her and book mama. club they got a crazy book club hers. yeah oh really okay yeah. <laughs> um all right books cool what you get one artist or band to listen to for the rest of your life who would it be one artist to listen to? one artist or band you can only listen to them Ooh, stevie nicks another mm, good one what kind of flowers do you want at your funeral or no flowers. I want to be cremated. Me with, too. With no memorial service. I was like, don't you still have a funeral? No, I don't want it. You don't want you don't want like a celebration of life or well, anything. Well, at that point, like my parents are probably gonna you know not be alive and you I'm not gonna s- have children and don't have any friends. <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> That's horrible. It's a good thing. I'm happy. You don't think the flower industry friends and and people you've known this your last how long, how long you've been in the industry? Fifteen years. Yeah. 13, 14, yeah. 14, I guess. You don't think any of them would want to go? Maybe, but I don't, I'm going to be dead. I don't care. Like, I just want to move on. I want everybody to move on. You don't want to become a tree or anything like that? No, just throw me in the fucking, I don't know. What do they do with your the ashes? Toilet. Where I do you want care. your asses? Yeah. Uh, I'd say in the water somewhere, in a river or the ocean. Any water? Any. 
Flush it down the toilet. Is there a water that means something special to you? Uh, Like a specific ocean or lake? No, any. Uh, We love the water, so anywhere. (laughs) I have this thing where when I die, I I get out of my body like Sam Wheat from Ghost, Mm -hmm. and I'm like stuck. What are you planning on? You gonna make pottery? What are you gonna do? Who are you gonna haunt? I just have like I have a feeling that's how I'm gonna get laid again. I have a feeling that's what's gonna happen to me. Like I was gonna be out of my body, looking down at myself, you know, with Whoopi Goldberg. Only one way to find Do out. Do you know that movie? Which which one? Ghost. No. You know the scene from Ghost, right? Probably by the I girl's see. making pottery, and the ghost behind her is like holding her while she's making the pottery. If I see it, I have to see. Kids it. useless. <laughs> I just don't watch movies. We're. St- Next week we start his Joel's movie review uh, segment. Okay. Next Great. week on. All right. Your first movie is Private Parts. Private Parts. Yeah. All right. Okay. Don't fuck that up. <laughs> I will. I will. Fans are wa- fans are gonna be waiting for your reviews. I got you. Sorry, Dolly. No, we're good. Let's go. One superpower. What would it be? You get one. To be invisible. What would you Why? do with your Why? invisibility? Anything I wanted. <laughs> Nobody would know I'm there. I'd be rich as hell powerful i'd be like the silent partner and everything hmm. pick a tv character or movie character to have lunch with Ooh. Mm, that's a good one i'd say probably marilyn monroe Cool. Wow, that would be fun. Interesting. I have some questions. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> would you suck on? Jesus, Joel. I might got on that. that. That's cut. Uh, and then the last question is: If you could pick someone to be a guest, a future guest on the podcast, who would you pick? Michelle from Bluegrass Chic. Okay. Okay. Cool. Nice. She's on the list. We'll make that one happen. Yes. Yeah, How many holes in a straw? <laughs> one. Thank you. It's one big hole. I think you. I think you were on the other side of it the last time we had that conversation. Yeah, I heard it on the Look podcast. It <laughs> Look it up. I think you were two holes the last no, time. No, it's yeah. one big hole. I don't know. No, somebody said two. You said one big hole. Oh, okay. Yeah, we one went, big no. hole. You were flipped then. Yeah. Uh huh. Thank you. I just listened to that episode. <laughs> All right. So, Dolly, last question. Yes. If there was someone who was maybe burnt out with the industry or maybe they were thinking of switching um going from wholesale going to an importer if there was one piece of advice you could give them what would it be do it just do it just do it nike <laughs> nike just do it just um, do what, just, do what? It. just switch oh okay just do it yeah. switch your white life will be better um uh, I really don't. I, I would just say do it, Fern. I mean, you're already in the industry, so you, you have you have the t- you know skin in the game. You you know how to deal with customers. I'd say just do the research of which company you're gonna go work for. Do your research. Make sure you do your research with multiple sources, not just take somebody's word for it. Very true. Very true. I can only assume you did your research, right? Absolutely good that's a absolutely good that's a good thing well dolly we're super happy to have you aboard congratulations on all your recent success um thank you the guys. future is bright for you 
she's already kicking ass this year she's uh she's got big dreams and she's she's on her way she's well on her way so kudos to you keep working it keep doing what you're doing and uh thank you for being part of the family thank, thank you, you Dali. love you guys thank you love you too Dali, Dali. it's been an amazing episode thank you for listening to another awesome episode of two fat guys talking flowers where we're always going to give you the good the bad the ugly about flowers i'm fern joel ryan mike and our awesome guest dolly thank you so much have a great day